0: So I want to thank you. I want to to thank you for your yes more than a year ago now. You know, we're marking the first anniversary, the missionary partnership between St. Willibrod and St. Ignatius Parish. But your yes began months before that. For those of you who were already parishioners of St. Willibrad's, your yes began when Father Robert had some meetings with the parishioners to discuss the future of the parish and propose to you that that you could continue in maintenance mode with the 30 or so regular parishioners that were here at the time, or you could agree to try something new and become more mission-oriented. I doubt too many people really understood what, what all of that meant, at the time? But you said yes. And the fact that you said yes to something that you were unsure about is, is actually even more extraordinary. You said yes. That's amazing. And trust me, I know it's amazing because others in the same situation have said no. So thank you. Thank you for your yes. And I want to thank over the 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 over 30 missionaries who agreed to come over from St. Ignatius to become part of this community. Your yes, too, began began more than a year ago because we proposed this idea to our parish of partnering with St. Willibrods, and and we asked people to consider whether they felt called to go to another part of the city, to another parish that, that was... You know, struggling and invest your time, your energy, your talents, and your financial giving to help it become more outward focused, more missional. And that over 30 of you said yes, even if you didn't exactly know what that meant either, is extraordinary. And I want to thank all of you who have since joined the parish here at St. Willibrod's. You know, in the past year, we have gone from 25 to 30 people at a typical Mass to to more than four to five times that. That means many of you. Most of you, in fact, have said yes to invitations to come to Mass and and to give it a try here at St. Willow You've said yes to serving in some way. Yes to to whatever God was calling you to. Yes to Alpha. You know, we have nearly 60 guests at Alpha this go-around. That, that's incredible. Like over 60 guests out of normally about 120 people that come here. The, the uh, alpha has over 60. That is incredible. You know that if I won't, yeah, I'll name names. You know that if my parish at St Thomas of Becket, when I was what, the first parish, I was that. If they had that kind of ratio, they'd have alphas with 600 people in it. That's amazing that what's been going on here. And thank you for your yes. Thank you for those inv- invitations you've made. Thank you for your saying yes to joining Alpha, to inviting others. Because, because your yes matters. Your yes matters. You know, there's, there's a quote I like from, just going to try and pull it up. Oh, sorry, that, that was it there. Did I go back one? I don't, mark the, <laughs> There, I press the button, see when it comes up? Yes, you. <laughs> There's a quote I like from, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to look at it to make sure it's not changing while I say this, okay? From Bob Goff, he said, I used to think you had to be special. For God to use you. But now I know you simply need to say yes. Your yes matters. And the thing is, and we see this in the gospel today, in the parable that Jesus is telling us, God gives us a choice. In the parable today, the father asks his sons to go and work in the vineyard. And one says yes, and then doesn't do it, and the other says no, and ends up going. But they're given a choice. God gives them a choice to say yes or to say no. That's, that's an amazing thing that the father does, because my father did not give me a choice. He said, Michael, you're coming with me this weekend. We've got to do some work on the cottage. I said, yeah, but dad, I got this. He says, no, I said, you're coming with me and we're going to do this work on the cottage. At the end of that, when we're done, if you want to go home and go hang out with your friends, that's okay, but we're doing this. My dad didn't give us a choice. God, however, he asks. He does not impose. We are free to say yes or no to whatever God is calling us to. He'll respect our decision. You know, they're... There's consequences with every decision, but he's going to respect the decision we make. It's a free one. And in the parable, we see that each of the sons ends up changing his mind. The one who initially said yes to going to work in the vineyard ends up deciding not to go. We don't know why, but he just ends up deciding not to go, which is easy for all of us to understand because in our lives... There's probably been many times when we said yes. If you're a parent, your children have said yes to you on many occasions and then not done whatever you were asking them to do. And to be, on, if you're honest with yourself, when you were a kid, you did the exact same thing. So that one we understand. The, the, the second, the, the first one who says no ends up changing his mind as well and end up going. And we don't know why there either. We're not given that information. Neither is perfect. You know, the, the yes that doesn't do it or the no that ends up doing it, neither is the ideal. What I'm seeing here at St. Willibrod is, is something even more blessed than, either of the, than, than the son who does the father's will, who ultimately ends up doing the father's will. What I see here at St. Willibrod is so many people who initially said yes, and you actually followed through with that yes. And and I get that there was some wavering, that it isn't always easy, that, that change isn't always easy. But the fact that you are here today is a testament that your yes continues to be a yes. In my humble experience, a yes to God, a yes to whatever he calls us to, is a yes to working in his vineyard, so to speak, leads to amazing things. It leads to overcoming seemingly insurmountable hurdles and yielding some incredible fruit. Over the past year here at St. Willibrad's, there have been some terribly difficult moments. You know, obviously, the sudden illness and the death of Father Robert is the most notable of those. He told me from his hospital bed when he knew that he was was dying, that he didn't want this partnership to die along with him. He was already seeing fruit. He was already seeing a parish that was more alive, that was attracting more people who hadn't been to church in a long time, if ever. And he saw that the parish wasn't as worried about holding on to the past as it always had been. Now it was focused on building the future. And since that difficult time, I've seen people here grow in friendships, grow in service, grow in their desire to see more and more people encounter God. Encounter the God who brings joy and purpose and meaning to people's lives. That's what God wants for you. When he asks you to say yes, it's not because he wants something from you. It's because he wants something for you. God wants that joy, that purpose, that meaning. He wants that for the people in this community. He wants that for the people in our city, for our world. He wants you to have the fullness of life and help share that with others. So as much as I want to celebrate the past year and honor all of you who have said yes, I also want to ask you to renew your yes. Because I believe that whatever you have been able to accomplish over the past year is just the beginning. I believe we're just starting to gain momentum. And that once, once we get more things aligned, we become even more focused on our mission to transform even more lives. We will accomplish things beyond what I can imagine beyond what you can imagine, beyond what even Father Robert ever imagined for this parish, for this community, for this city. Shayla Visser, who... I'm going to try and bring that up. Okay. It's there. it's there. It's there. Okay, Mark. I'm not touching this thing anymore. You advance to the next one in a second here. Sheila Visser, who's the head of Alpha in Canada, says that she sees the Catholic Church as a sleeping giant. And if that giant were to wake up, she says, "Watch out. It could do so much to change our country." Well, I see St. Willibrod as a sleeping giant, not just in Verdun, but in our entire city. I believe we are just starting to awaken this past year and that when we rise up, when St. Willibrod rises up, it will be the focal point, not just of Verdun, maybe not even just the Sudwest of Montreal. I think this, this parish can be such a focal point for our entire church. St. Willow I believe, will become the place in Verdun where local leaders, leaders and businesses can find a willing partner in reaching those who find themselves on the margin or too often forgotten, where all the services we provide not only fill material needs, but lift people out of the greatest poverty they face. Loneliness and isolation. That's the true poverty that we face in our country, in our city, in this borough. I see this parish being the place where everyone seems to find the burdens of the weak being lifted off them as they walk up the steps. And... Or even if, as they take the elevator up the steps. Because, yeah, I'd like to see an elevator in here one day. <laughs> and I see the Holy Spirit inspiring people to serve God and their neighbor in new ways. Because they've discovered meaning and purpose in their own life. I see St. Willabrod as it grows and outgrows its building, forming its own missionary partnerships with parishes, where we send missionaries to serve other parts of the city. Who knows, maybe we send them into these these great unknown parts of our city, like Nun's Island. (laughs) Or, even more daunting, into a French parish. I see St. Willabrod's becoming this, this giant in our city. This giant focal point for for our community, for our city, for the parishes throughout our city. I truly believe only the Holy Spirit knows what's in store over the next few years. But if we stay outward focused, if we continue to be missional, we say yes to the Holy Spirit. St. Paul says something I really like in the second reading we heard today. He says, let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Paul, St. Paul, doesn't want us to be inward focused. They'd be rather to be focused on others. And that's really at the core of what it means to be a missional parish. We try to focus on the people who aren't here. It's wonderful to see so many of you here. But there are thousands more who aren't here, and we need to focus on them. When we try to, first and foremost, help people grow, not just grow our parish, but help them grow as human beings, help them grow in their faith life, help them grow in their relationships with God, first and foremost, but also in their relationships with others, with their family members. When we help people grow, we end up growing our parish. But we have to focus on the people first. We have to focus, as Paul says, on others first. Because when we help them encounter God's unconditional love, we help them to grow in their capacity to love and to serve others. And by extension, that's when our parish grows. That's when our impact grows. That's when our capacity to be a positive force for change and good in our world will grow. Today, as we celebrate all of you who said yes to being missional, I am asking you to reaffirm your yes today. God wants to use you because he knows that in your service to others, you will grow. Grow as a person, grow in a relationship with him, grow in holiness, grow in all sorts of ways. The Father is asking us to step out of our comfort zones today, to go out to the vineyard. And your yes has already produced fruit. Your continued yes will help produce fruit that will last fruit that will bring purpose and meaning and fulfillment, not only for those we invite, those we accompany, those we we come alongside of, but it'll help each and every one of us. It'll help each and every one of us find fulfillment, find the abundance of life that Jesus offers all of us.